This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Coming up on 5-Minute News. Ukraine urges calm, saying Russian invasion not imminent. Prosecutors investigating Trump's fake elector certifications. And changing climate brings snow and travel chaos to Greece and Turkey. It's Wednesday, January 26. I'm Anthony Davis. Leaders in Ukraine on Tuesday attempted to reassure the nation that an invasion from neighboring Russia was not imminent, even as they acknowledged the threat is real and received a shipment of US military equipment to shore up their defenses. Moscow has denied it is planning an assault, but it's massed an estimated 100,000 troops near Ukraine in recent weeks and is holding military drills at multiple locations in Russia. That has led to the United States and its NATO allies to rush to prepare for a possible war. US President Joe Biden told reporters that Russian President Vladimir Putin continues to build forces along Ukraine's border, and an attack would be the largest invasion since World War II. It would change the world, he said. Several rounds of high-stakes diplomacy have failed to yield any breakthroughs, and tensions escalated further this week. NATO said it was bolstering its deterrence in the Baltic Sea region, and the US ordered 8,500 troops on higher alert for potential deployment to Europe as part of an alliance response force if necessary. We have no intention of putting American forces or NATO forces in Ukraine, Biden said, adding that there would be serious economic consequences for Putin, including personal sanctions, in the event of an invasion. The US and its allies have threatened sanctions like never before if Moscow sends its military into Ukraine, but they have given few details, saying it's best to keep Putin guessing. Federal prosecutors are reviewing fake electoral college certifications that declared former President Donald Trump the winner of states that he lost, Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco said in an interview on Tuesday. The fake certificates falsely declaring Trump's victory were sent to the National Archives by Trump's allies in mid-December 2020. They have attracted public scrutiny amid the House's January 6 investigation into the pressure campaign that sought to reverse Trump's electoral defeat. Monaco did not go into detail about what else prosecutors are looking at from the partisan attempt to subvert the 2020 vote count. She said that more broadly, the Justice Department was going to follow the facts and the law, wherever they lead, to address conduct of any kind and at any level that is part of an assault on our democracy. This is the first time that the Justice Department has commented on requests from lawmakers and state officials that it investigate the fake certifications. 
The certificates contain the signatures of Trump supporters who falsely claimed to be the rightful electors in Georgia, Arizona, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Nevada and New Mexico, all states that President Joe Biden had won. Some of the certificates were sent by top officials representing the Republican Party in each state, according to the documents which were obtained and made public by the watchdog group American Oversight. In response to Monaco's new comments, Wisconsin Attorney General Josh Call said in a statement, it was critical that the federal government fully investigates and prosecutes any unlawful actions in furtherance of any seditious conspiracy. Flights resumed in Istanbul on Tuesday after nearly 24 hours of cancellations as heavy snowfall clogged roads and stranded thousands of people across Turkey and Greece. In Athens, thousands were evacuated from a freeway overnight and took shelter at the city's airport after Monday's severe snowstorm. By Tuesday, dozens of cars were still covered in snow as ploughs tried to clear roads and anger grew among people trapped in freezing temperatures for hours. The situation is hopeless, said Spiros Kendaras, who spent 24 hours in his car. They should be ashamed of this mess, he said. In Istanbul, the airport, among the world's biggest, has been under a thick blanket of snow with runways and planes covered. The snowfall began late last week and picked up over the past days in the city of 16 million people, delaying buses and ferries and prompting a ban on driving private vehicles. Across the country, about 4,600 people were left stranded on roads and elsewhere, and thousands had been placed in temporary housing, the disaster and emergency authority said. Heavy snow is rare in Athens, but the city has now been hit by extreme weather for a second consecutive winter, further evidence of the climate crisis. More than 3,500 people have been evacuated by early Tuesday, some abandoning their cars on foot, but around 1,200 cars remain stuck on the capital's main ring road. Authorities declared Tuesday and today a public holiday, shutting schools, public offices and private businesses, except pharmacies, supermarkets and gas stations. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. You know, a lot can happen in seven minutes, and luckily, that's how long it takes me to tell a story. My name is Aaron Calafato, and I'm the creator of 7-Minute Stories. I'm proud to partner with Evergreen Podcasts, and I'd like to invite you to join me on this journey. I'm going to take you on some crazy roller coaster rides using my unique extemporaneous storytelling style, and together, we're going to try to make sense of the world, all through the art of storytelling, and all in approximately seven minutes.